What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Lunch Pail Legends podcast brought to you by Lunch Pail Sports. I am Jacob Klumker. I'm your host today. With me is Mr. Oliver Nelson. Dylan is not. Um, the family is sick and he is on child duty. So just us today, man. All right. Sorry. Sorry that Dylan's not feeling good. See you next yeah. week. It's kind of on you because you had it a bad day at work you. yesterday. It yeah, was. It's your fault. Thanks, Morgan Stanley. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah, so so Dylan Dylan's family got sick today, and you got metaphorically kicked in the nuggets yesterday. So yeah. we're having a good week so far. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So far, nothing's happened to you though. You you've held it strong. Yeah, that's yeah, true. Tuesday night, I was getting pretty impatient with. With the new baby, oh. <laughs> wanted mama. But I'd say that was, uh, no, I was just tired and ready to go to sleep, and he wasn't. Mm-hmm. So, oh, we were at Rose odds. Party. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, on the pod today, uh, we're gonna keep it pretty short today. Um, but we're gonna first, we're gonna talk about. But we're gonna talk about. Really, we're gonna talk about. The good and the bad in the NFL this year. Predictions. Um, teams that are going to take a leap in 2022 and teams that are going to take a step back in 2022. Um, I had originally thought we'd each pick one because um, I thought there would be three of us. Um, if you have a <laughs> if you have a second, feel free to feel free to throw it out with either of these. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, yeah, we're, next week we'll do a, a most hated sports teams draft. That one should be, that one should be a lot of fun. I was really today, but we'll do it next week. Um, yeah, should we hop into NFL teams that'll make a leap in twenty twenty two? Let's do it. Um, you go first. So okay, actually, let's let me let me say the criteria first. Okay. So the the criteria. Um, hopefully, I. I think I put this in the in our show notes, right? You did, yeah. Criteria. I got it okay. right here. All right, that's good. Um, they had to have had nine or less wins last year, so essentially five hundred. That would have been eight and eight, but now there's an extra game, so nine nine or less wins. Um, that's the only criteria. Um, so they they couldn't be a playoff team. Although were there nine win teams that had just the, have a couple the Steelers, Steelers, just the Steelers, yeah. and they Everybody had a tie was... too. Yeah. Yeah. So I guess it could be the Steelers, but um, I doubt either of us are picking the Steelers <laughs> to take a leap this year. <laughs> um, no offense. I mean, not that they mm-hmm. couldn't make the playoffs. The Steelers, I mean, Mike Tomlin's a great coach. They have a great mm-hmm. defense. Um, Najee Harris is a stud, but I'm not necessarily picking them to like win 12 games this year. So um, who do you got first? First one I got the Chargers. That's a good one. I don't know. I like that. I don't know. I just feel like they—they're already a solid team. They had some kind of bad losses last year that they probably should have won. Um, they bolstered up the defense. Um, they have great weapons up. Great receivers, a great quarterback. Like they have a makings of a really good football team, and it, it was a first year 
head coach too. So I think it's they're going to learn from some of the mistakes that they made last year. Um, Justin Herbert's only going to be better than he was last year. Um, so I think that I think the the Chargers are going to win that division this year. That is a that's actually a very bold prediction, um, considering the division that they are in with yeah. Patrick Mahomes, Russell Wilson, Derek Carr. They're the only. No, the Broncos didn't make it either. There, there mm-hmm. were two teams in that division that made the playoffs last year, and they were not mm-hmm. one of them. Yeah. Although, if they if they beat the Raiders in Week 18, they're in. But or if they tie, right? Still, <laughs> it's it's a bold. It's yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, it it's a bold pick, but it's but it's not too because I think anyone who's watched Justin Herbert play football is like, oh yeah. If he takes another step forward, the Chargers are going to be really good. Plus, Khalil Mack, J.C. Jackson, those pickups over mm-hmm. in the offseason. Um, yeah, that, that's a great pick. I definitely considered considered the Chargers. Sorry, I was taking my the ice off, no. off my knee because I'm 100 <laughs> years old. <laughs> the other thing, too, I feel like the, like the Raiders – Improved a little bit by getting Devonte Adams, but like their offensive line is still like a huge liability, right? Like, yeah, probably as good as as their offensive line. And I think like the Chiefs took a, a little bit of a step back. You know, they lost like lost some other key pieces on defense. Like, like in a way, they t- they took a step down, in my opinion. The Raiders, I think, kind of pushed. I don't think they there were there wasn't anything that they did wrong. There wasn't anything that they. I mean. Besides getting Devontae Adams, right? That was a huge pickup. I think overall in the offseason, I think the Chargers did the most in that division. Um, and they already had a, a solid team. So, I don't know. I, I could see winning 12 games this year. I think they're going to have to okay. if they want to even be the playoffs. Um, let's um, see. Um, I want to see... I had the win the win totals or the mm-hmm. odds. Chiefs, Chiefs won. Um, oh, you had the odds. Ooh, That's yeah, cool. like projected win totals. Ah, uh, now I'm worried that this was okay. Chargers. So their projected win total is ten and a half games, and you said eleven, mm-hmm. eleven or twelve. So you got the you yeah. got the over, but Vegas I likes the, the Chargers. So, so you're um, I mean you you agree with Vegas? That's a good. That's I do. A good it's good to agree with Vegas, <laughs> yeah, because um, they have no skin in the game other than being right. So, yeah. Um, interestingly enough, the Chiefs, Chargers, and Broncos are all projected to win ten and a, or the, the win total projection is ten and a half games. That's incredible for this one division. Jeez. Uh, and then the Raiders are projected to win eight and a half games. So, that's. Yeah, that's interesting. The best division, the best division in football. It was the NFC West until Russell Wilson left. Now it's the AFC West, without mm-hmm. question in my mind. It's the best division. Yeah, so, no, I agree. Um, All right, who do you got? I have two. I don't know. I'll go with the one I feel more confident in, but the other one is more juicy. All um, right, I'm going to go with the the Minnesota Vikings. Ooh, I like um, it. So the Vikings won, I believe, eight games last year. Yep. Um, yeah, I'm not even going to look it up. 
pretty sure it was eight wins. Mm-hmm. Um, eight wins last year, elite weapons. I think Justin Jefferson's going to take another step up this year. Um, I think Adam Thielen will still be serviceable at least for another year or two. Mm-hmm. Um, Dalvin Cook is a stud. Irv Smith supposedly is is a stud at tight end. Um, they do have a competent offensive line. I think they're like middle of the pack. So it's not the offensive line is not going to be a liability, but it's not necessarily going to be a strength. But I think that's okay. Um, they're they're transitioning to a much more pass happy offense, which is going to be good, obviously for um, Justin Jefferson. Um, I'm actually not entirely sure how. Huh? We got it. We out though from the Vikings. Yeah. Oh, Kirk, Kirk Cousins. Yeah, there we go. No, here's the thing. This is this year. This year is do or die for Kirk Cousins. Um, Agreed. And I'm and I I think he's going to play well. I'm predicting they're going to win twelve. They're going to win twelve games and they're going to win the division over the Packers. Mm -hmm. Ooh. Um, Yeah, the Vegas line right now is nine wins for the Vikings, and I'm taking Mm -hmm. over hardcore on that. I think they have the twentieth hardest schedule. So what is that like the twelfth or thirteenth easiest schedule, mm-hmm. um, which is favorable? Um, so this was a cool stat that I found. Um, just just looking up last year's stats, um, they lost nine games last year. If you take out a blowout loss to the Packers in Week Seventeen, um, they lost eight games by an average of less than four points per game. Oh man, brutal! Some of those are going to flip. Um, their defense, their pass defense, was ranked 28th in 2021. They drafted a safety and a corner in the first two rounds of the draft. Um, so I think they're if the, if those you know if those draft picks play well, um, their defense is going to improve. So, yeah, I think the Vikings are. Mm-hmm. A home run this year. I think they're going to be. I think they're going to be good. Um, oh, I- and obviously, disclaimer on any of these picks: if people get hurt, obviously these picks aren't going to pan out. But that's just mm-hmm. how sports work. So, um, assuming everyone stays healthy, at least the key guys. Um, if Justin Jefferson gets hurt, I don't like the Vikings as much. Um, mm-hmm. Obviously, Kirk Cousins gets hurt. I don't like the Vikings as much. But yeah, I think the Vikings are going to take a step up. I think they're going to they won 8 last year. I think they're going to win 12 this year. Some of those close losses are going to flip this year in mm-hmm. their favor. Agreed. So, yeah. I like that pick. Plus that plus I think I think they'll win at least one game against the Packers. I think the Packers mm-hmm. are incredibly vulnerable this year. Um where everyone's just kind of banking on the fact that that Arod's going to just carry the team with not a single solid receiver on their team. I, I don't think that's going to happen. I think he's going to play competently, mm-hmm. um, but he doesn't have the, he had the best receiver in the game outside of Cooper cup last year mm-hmm. um, and the year before and the year before um, he doesn't have that safety net anymore. So I think the Vikings, um, it's not just like a, oh well they'll lose to the Packers twice. I think they'll at least split. 
So I like it. Who's your second pick? <clears throat> Do you have any others? I I got two that I could I could yep. go I can run with. So. so why don't you go with your second and I'll and I'll see if uh yeah you go first. Okay, so. I think which one do I want to go with? I like the Eagles. Oh, sure. I can't go with the Eagles. They actually made the playoffs. That's okay. You could still have them make a lead. No, no, no. Playoffs like that. That means they're already like a good team, right? Um, I forgot. Well, they but, the but, they, but you can still take a. They, I mean, mm-hmm. they made the playoffs, but no one expected them to do anything in the playoffs. Like they snuck into the playoffs. If you think they're mm-hmm. going to go from you know, nine wins to 12. That's a leap. But yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's your call. It, it, it's your pick. So. Hmm. All right. I'm going to go with the Broncos. I think just, I mean, that they went with a uh, Teddy two gloves and quarterback, right? Not a recipe for success right there. Um, so I think with Russ being there, I, yeah, so I think just them getting Russ is going to be a huge improvement, as much as I don't like saying that. I think they, and, and Jacob, you mentioned it earlier, they're projected to win 10 games. I'm still going under on that. I'm going to go 10, or 10, you said 10 and a half. I'm going to go 10 games. I think they at least win three more. Uh, I uh, yeah, I'll say they win ten, three more games. I'll say they go, yeah, win 10 games, which is less alone, really. Um, but I think the year after that will really be a, a building year to kind of build around some of the the missing pieces that they have. Because they already have, like, a solid defense. Seems like their O-line is, is decent. I don't know that – I don't have the numbers in front of me right now, but um, – they, they have a good offensive line. Okay, yeah, so it's like um, good defense, good offensive line. I have the PFF like projected okay. rank rankings up right now. Um, let's see, Broncos. They're at least like middle of the pack, like sixteen. So yeah, okay. not not bad, but not like top top tier. Yeah. yeah, but that defense is solid. I mean, that's the biggest thing, right? They have a solid defense. It's going to keep them in ball games. They have a top ten quarterback in Russ. Um, so I I can't imagine them not winning around 10 games this year. Yeah. I think in terms of expectations, 10 is like minimum win, a minimum mm-hmm. amount of wins that the Broncos can get without disappointment from Broncos fans. If I'm a Broncos fan, I'm expecting at least 10 wins. Yeah. Agreed. He's going to break, break the Broncos bank next year when he wants is to get it, resigned. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. If that, if he even so, resigns with the Broncos, who knows if that even happens? But I'm sure he will. They wouldn't let him. They wouldn't let him walk. They're not as dumb as the Seahawks. Um, I don't know. If there's 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 grumbles about how much they, Russ wants to be uh, to be paid. People aren't happy with it. But you don't give dude. up that many that many picks and that many like that much in assets to for a guy to have for just a year. Yeah. How much effing money do you need, dude? Like you've made 
a lot of money. Just yeah, kind of drives me crazy, especially with court. Yeah, it's like, come on, man, you made so much freaking money. You're married to Sierra. Just chill out. Um, when you look at the recipe of Super Bowls, right? It's quarterback on a rookie or or friendly deal. And again, this is excluding Tom Brady the last decade, but it's quarterback two or three years into the league, rookie deal, and pieces around him to help him win, right? And as soon as they start paying him, things kind of start going downhill. So, yeah. Yeah, a huge quarterback contract is not typically the the recipe. I mean, Mm -hmm. um, Stafford took a pretty team-friendly deal. Um, obviously, Joe Burrow was on a rookie deal. Um, yeah, I mean, Patrick Mahomes, he's, mm-hmm. you know, unless you have Mahomes or Josh Allen, you know, going forward, I mm-hmm. yeah, I don't know. You got to have like a generational talent at quarterback if it's going to be worth paying them top dollar. Um I don't know. What do I know? I'm not an NFL GM. Um, my second pick is the Detroit Lions. Ooh, I like it. This is for sure going to come back to bite me in the butt, but whatever. <laughs> um, well, it's only, they can only go. They can only go up. Oh no, they can go down. We. This is the Lions we're talking about. That's they true. They can absolutely go down. Three wins was almost three wins was a victory for them last year. Um, that's, that's what they got, I'm pretty sure. Lions win total. Pretty sure they went pretty sure they went three, thirteen, and one. Isn't that right? Twenty two on schedule. Oh, yeah, I got it up. It was yeah, three, thirteen, and one. Yeah, three, thirteen, and one. So yeah, for, I mean for sure. Um I don't see them you know winning less than three games. I'm predicting eight wins for the Lions. Um, Vegas line is six and a half. Um, they drafted Jamison Williams in the first round. They desperately needed a weapon on the outside. Um, they already have a, a really good tight end, TJ Hawk, uh, TJ Hawkinson. Why is that yeah. sound wrong? TJ, right? I think it is. Wrong? Yeah, that's what I thought. TJ. Yeah, Hawkinson. I know Hawkinson's his last name, mm-hmm. um, but he but he's a solid tight end. Um, Amon Ross St. Brown is, is solid. Um, although I'm, I'm not sure he's a number one, um, but Jamison Williams has the attributes to be a number one receiver. Um, but I think Amon Ross is a really nice second piece. Um, so if Jamison Williams pans out, um, they drafted two edge rushers and a safety in the first three rounds. So that should bolster their defense a little bit. One was Aiden Hutchinson. Um, one reason I really like them is they actually have going into the 2022 season, they have the third highest graded offensive line by PFF. Oh, wow. Yeah. So their offensive line is really good, which is what Jared Goff needs to be successful. Mm-hmm. When, when the, when the Rams offensive line was really good, um, he was solid. Like if he has a nice pocket to work in, Jared Goff can make throws. Um, he's not, he's not going to improvise and, you know, do Patrick Mahomes or Josh Allen type stuff. Um, but give him a nice pocket to throw the ball in and a couple of weapons to throw to. He can make throws. He's an accurate thrower of the football. Um, 
They lost five games last year by four points or less. Less, that's with a first-year head coach, new quarterback, and limited weapons on the perimeter. They mm-hmm. solved, they solved hopefully the, the limited weapons with Jameson Williams. Uh, second year for. Uh, why do I forget everyone's name when we start recording? Who's? Are you talking about the coach, Dan yeah. Campbell? Dan Campbell, there we go. Yeah, um, Dan Campbell, fiery dude. Um, I like him. Yeah, I. That's why I like too. his pick. Yeah, when I, when when he first got hired, I remember listening to his first press conference, and I was like, I don't know this this raw raw stuff. I'm not not sure that's going to translate to wins, but man, his players really seem to buy into it, um, and it seems like they have a good culture there, um, which is not what we've seen in Detroit. Detroit mm-hmm. is a losing culture. Um, and that team fought hard last year. I think it's going to be an interesting team to watch this year. I don't think they'll necessarily be a playoff team. Um, but if they keep on this trajectory, um, who knows, in a year or two, um, we could see you know the Lions in, in the playoffs. But fifth easiest schedule going into the year. So, yeah, I think the Lions are going to more than double their win total from last year. Yeah, no, I like it. That's a good pick. I didn't really think of looking at somebody down kind of towards the bottom, but even just looking at the teams that are, let's say maybe besides the Broncos, seven wins or less, like I think they've all either stayed where they're at or got slightly worse. (laughs) <laughs> um, besides the Lions. Yeah. Um, I like that pick. And, yeah, like I like Dan Campbell. Um, definitely been around the game for a long time. But, like you said, the, the players really seem to like him and kind of rally with him. Yeah. Um, but at the same time, too, you know, he shows his players love, and I, I think that's really receptive to them. Um, so, you know, he was always very, you know, yeah, we've, you know, I don't know. He he seemed like he was the right man for the job for Detroit when he took over. Absolutely. Definitely a better fit than Matt Patricia. <laughs> um yeah, I think he's doing a good job. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm excited I'm excited to see how they how they play this year. Um I still think they need some more some more talent. Um some more uh skill position guys um mm-hmm. weapons are weapons are everything in the nfl but this is this team's going to be a, a tough out this year so just like they were last year mm-hmm. um so anywho that's it for nfl nfl teams that'll take a leap how about nfl playoff teams from last year that won't make it this year i can start i think Go i only have one i think i only have one um but there are always teams that made the playoffs one year, and then the following year they miss it. They miss it. Um, often that's you know the losing mm-hmm. team in the in the Super Bowl. But I'm not going with the Bengals because I think the Bengals got exponentially better over mm-hmm. the offseason. Um, we actually, I think we talked about this soon after the Super mm-hmm. Bowl, and I said I think the Bengals are going to miss the playoffs this upcoming season. I retract that statement. 
I do not believe that anymore. <laughs> they absolutely killed it, uh, mm-hmm. bolstering their offensive line. And I think the Bengals are going to be scary this year. Um, my pick is the Cardinals. Ooh. Second hardest schedule going into 2022. No DeAndre Hopkins for the first six weeks. Here's a stat for you. You ready? You ready for this? Oh, let me let me sit down real quick. All right, I'm ready. <laughs> the Cardinals last season were eight and one when DeAndre Hopkins played more than seventy percent of the snaps. They were three and five when he didn't. When he played, well, there was one game he played like twenty five percent, and then the rest of the games he didn't play at all. Um, eight and one when he played more than seventy percent mm-hmm. of the snaps. He's missing the first six games because of that, like PED, uh, yeah, violation. Their first six games, their first three games: Chiefs at Raiders, or at home against the Chiefs, at the Raiders, at home against the Rams. Last year, their home field meant nothing. They lost a ton of games at home, <laughs> um, so I don't think they have any advantage at home. Um, Chiefs, Raiders, Rams, then at Panthers, then they play the Eagles, and then they're at the Seahawks. Um, Four of those six games are a gauntlet. I think they are probably two and four in that span, maybe worse. Mm -hmm. Um, That right there is going to be hard to overcome, even once Hopkins comes back week seven. Um, That's rough. Chiefs, Raiders, Rams, and Eagles in the first six weeks. I think they lose all four of those games. <laughs> yeah, no, I not. I yeah, I think they take a step back. No, that that's who I was going to pick too. Um, gosh, I don't oh, know. Dang, I'm sorry. No, no, it's fine. I, I'm on the same page, right? Because I think out of all, right? You know, I'm looking at them. You know. Like, sure, some of these teams got a little better, a little worse, but I just feel like the Cardinals, I think it was a bit of a, a little bit of luck last year that they actually won as many games as they did. And if they didn't start out with like, at like eight and, eight and one last year, the, the last six games are, yeah, last five games, they're, one and four. I, no I think DeAndre Kyler Hopkins. Murray missed. Yeah. yeah, no DeAndre Hopkins. I think Kyler Murray missed a little bit, bit of time too, but like, um, yeah, they did not play good football down the stretch. And I think part of it was a little lucky. Um, but also too, it's just like, I feel like Kyler trending the wrong way right now. Last year, you know, he was like on top of the world, you know. Yeah. Very dynamic football. I think teams kind of figured him out a little bit, um, but then it's just like he's he's making the the media for I think kind of all the wrong reasons, right? You know, it's complaining about his contract, you know, kind of complaining about his team a little bit, and then so it's just like, and it's just like last year, like his body language towards the end of the year was not what you're what you wanted out of a franchise quarterback, you know, yelling at his teammates, throwing his hands up, like. And I feel like that roster is just getting old too. Like JJ Watt is like they're paying JJ Watt a lot of money. He's no like 
like I'm a big fan of JJ Watt as a person, and you know he's a great football player when he's healthy. But I don't know when was the last time he actually played more than half the season. Feels like a long. It feels like five or six years. It feels like a yeah. long time. Yeah. No, it, exactly. And so it's just like you're kind of relying on some older guys to carry the, to carry this team. Um, one of them, one of them's out for the first six games, right? So it's like. I don't, I don't know. I just, I agree with you. I just, I could see this team going like below 500 next year or this upcoming year. Yeah. Yeah. Zach Ertz is getting old. Um, I mean, they re-signed James Conner, but I mean, James Conner's stats were, I thought really padded. Like he had a lot of touchdowns, but. I don't know. I, I don't think James Conner is like an elite running back or anything like that. He's good. Mm-hmm. Um, I remember something about uh, who's that? Who's that edge rusher that they had? Uh, I'm blanking on his name. Chandler Jones. Oh yeah. He uh, he's not on the Cardinals anymore. But that may have been two years ago. No, he went to the – I think he was on there last yeah. year. Yeah, he was. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, so, yeah, he was – I mean, other than J.J. Watt, probably their, their best edge rusher, but he – Watt didn't even play the whole year. Let's see. Yeah, he started five, 15 games, trying to figure out how many – Sacks. Yeah, he had ten and a half sacks last year. It's a solid number. Mm-hmm. Um, nineteen he, in twenty nineteen, he had nineteen sacks. Thirteen in twenty eighteen, seventeen in twenty seventeen. Like this, this guy's a solid player. Um, and he's not on the team anymore. Um, and they're gonna have to go up against Matt Stafford. Um, I mean, that might be. Who know? I mean, Trey Lance. If he pans out, that's going to be mm-hmm. that's good. You know, mobile quarterbacks are always hard to game plan against. But anyway, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, I'm not high on the Cardinals this year. I don't. I don't think they're going to be bad, but that schedule is is rough, um, and they don't have Hopkins. This first six games, yeah. I think that's really going to hurt them. Um, Marquise Brown. A- Marquise Brown is not DeAndre Hopkins. Mm-hmm. So, what were you? No, saying? I agree. Sorry, I was just gonna say they're old. They're an old football team. You know, DeAndre Hopkins been has been in the year nine nine years, and he's your your number one wide receiver, right? Like, I think Calvin Johnson retired after nine years, right? So it's like, <laughs> like he his, could have played a lot longer, though. Yeah, he could have. He could have for sure. But like, you're kind of like his time is 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 running near, right? And he's your number one receiver. Zach Ertz, yeah. Again, tight ends definitely have a little bit of a longer um, career, but he's been in the league for ten years. JJ Watt, he's been in the league for twelve years, and AJ Green, twelve years, and those are all like relative makers for the Cardinals. And been in like there's like five guys right there I just listed off that have been on the team for, like in the league for like a decade. Yeah. Um, and to go off of that, up. oh, go ahead. Yeah, 
And to go off of that, just build off what you just said, um, their offensive line, all five starters are over 30. Um, or hold on. This is weird. It says the average age of Arizona's five starters will be over 30 years old. So the average age. Mm-hmm. So I guess if you take an average, they're all five over over 30. So that means mm-hmm. they might, but, but yeah, not, not typically a good recipe. If you have a really old team, that means you're going to have a lot of injuries. Um, so yeah. Um, an- another team, I'll throw out another team for uh, playoff teams that won't make it mm-hmm. this year. The Titans. Oh, I like that. The, num- the number one seed last year. Um I think losing AJ Brown hurts. Um, I did not think they were a true 12 win team last year. They went 12, right? Um, yeah, 12. Mm-hmm. Um, they were probably, I mean, the weakest one seed I can remember. Um, nobody expected them to win more than one game in the playoffs. Um, so I think the, the Colts are going to be better. I like the Colts. I think the Colts are going to win the division. I think uh, Matt Ryan's not in his prime, obviously, but he's not going to lose them games um, like Carson Wentz did a couple of times. Um, I think I think the Colts take the division, and there's just too many good teams in the AFC. I'm going to list off some teams, and um, I mean, you you tell me. There's only seven spots. The Chiefs. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Um, the Bills, definitely. Bengals, definitely. Mm-hmm. I'd put the Bengals in. Um, I like the Raiders more than the Titans this year. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Patriots, eh, it's a push. I think the Patriots and Titans are basically the same team. Uh, <laughs> well, Steelers, it's hard to... I... Oh, go ahead. What? No. I was going to say, you know, like... The Titans are so – we kind of talked about this last last week when we were talking about, you know, who do we think is going to win the MVP, right? That for like a not, kind of a dark horse or like pretty much a non-QB position um, player. And, you know, I picked Derek Henry because it's just like, you know, if he stays healthy, he's probably going to rush for more than 2,000 yards and he's probably going to have like close to like 15 to 20 TDs, right? Like if he, do, if he can do that, like I can see them definitely being like a 10-win football team. But if he gets hurt, no shot. They have nobody to re- to come in and be a playmaker on the offensive side of the football. They have no receivers. You take Derrick Henry out. Like who's gonna like <laughs> who's gonna score yeah. for them? Yeah, I mean, I don't know how they did it, but they won games without Derrick Henry last year. I, I just don't see that happening again. Um, all right, so I'm gonna list. I'm gonna list some teams again. We already talked about. We said Chiefs, so one Bills, two. Uh, this is not in any particular order. Mm-hmm. I'm just naming. We got to get to. We're gonna list off seven teams that we like more than the Titans. So mm-hmm. Chiefs, Bills, Bengals, Raiders, Colts. Do you like the Colts better than the Titans this year? I do. I do. I like the Colts have a, Colts have a much better roster. Um, Chargers. I like mm-hmm. the Chargers definitely better. Um, the Ravens. I mean, Lamar Jackson was hurt a lot of last year. Lamar Jackson's back, and the Ravens are going to be good. 
that's seven right there. The Broncos, that's eight. Mm-hmm. Um, the Dolphins have a better roster than the Titans. If Tua plays well, the Dolphins are going to be better than the Titans. That's yeah. nine teams. The Patriots, I mean, we didn't even say the Patriots. Patriots are always going to be competitive. That's 10. That could be 11. Mm-hmm. I mean, I just, I don't see the Titans squeezing into the playoffs. Um, I just don't see it. I don't, know yeah. how they, I don't know how they get in. Well, it's it's interesting, like, how drastic of a view we have after just, like, one year, right? Because, like, last year going into the season, it's just, like, you know, the Titans look like they're, like, unstoppable, right? Like, a lot of people were really high on Ryan Tannehill, which I always thought was kind of interesting. I, I could see why people liked it, but at the same time, too, like, you know, at one point he was a second-string quarterback that got kind of shipped out of Miami, right? So it's like yeah. – he wasn't always this star. And then it was just a like Randall movie that was just like everybody had him in his top 10. And I always thought that was kind of interesting. Um, and it was just like you factor in Julio Jones and um, gosh, why am I blanking on his name? Brown. What was his first name? AJ. AJ Brown. AJ. Yeah. Good Lord. Yeah. It's funny how that happens though. You get on a podcast. I know. And start I know. Slinging names and it's just like you go mind blank. Um <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, no, and then AJ Brown, it was just like, and you factor in Derrick Henry, it's just like, how is this team going to lose? Now it's like yeah. the complete opposite. Well, one, you get rid of two really good wide receivers. Um, and I think people's opinion of uh, Ryan Tannehill has is, is dropped a little bit. Um, yeah. So I don't know, but it, it's interesting because it's just like, I mean, last year was the, they probably were one of the favorite, favorites to win the Super Bowl, and now it's like, we're saying here that they might not even make the playoffs. Yeah. Um, I don't know if you agree with this analysis, but to me, it's like Ryan Tannehill, Jimmy Garoppolo. It's like same tier to me. Mm-hmm. They're basically the kind of the same quarterback. Ceiling is for sure limited, um, but they're competent, like mm-hmm. middle of the road. They're okay. They'll win you games. Um, like you can win games with them. You can go to the Super Bowl with them. Mm-hmm. Um, the Niners. The Niners went to the Super Bowl with Garoppolo. Um, but the difference being exactly what we saw in the Super Bowl with Garoppolo. Um, Mahomes did Mahomes things, and Garoppolo couldn't make the throw that he needed to 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 take the game. So, mm-hmm. and that's that's kind of the ceiling. With, with Tannehill and and uh, Garoppolo, I kind of lumped Kirk Kirk Cousins into that category, but I'll take him out of there. I think I'd put Kirk just 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 a slight tier above those guys. Um, but yeah, um, yeah, I think that's mm-hmm. that's all I got. You got anything else? Let me see. Sorry. Yeah, because I'm even looking at just like just teams that you know had pretty good records last year, right? Like, I think Packers are still going to be a, a good football team. I think the Bucks are going to be a good football team. Cowboys, they're always a bit of wild card, but I think they'll still be a good football team. Like everybody else, but like those two teams that we listed, the, the Cardinals and the Titans, are kind of like the big question marks. 
in my like the 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 ones that at least jump out at me the most. Um, yeah. You could say the Raiders too, just but I don't think if if you loop lump the Raiders in there, it's not because of their roster; it's just because of their division. Yeah, I like, agree. Like I mean, if the Raiders have like a tough year in their division, then like. Yeah, they're probably not going to win ten football games, but you know it's it's not because they're not a, a, a good football team. It's just because their their that division is so just dang good. Um, but everybody else, it seems like they're almost kind of like a I wouldn't say a shoe in, but I think they have their their likelihood of at least making the playoffs is strong. Yeah, yeah, Patriots. Mac Jones, I, I'm just not convinced on that guy. I again mm-hmm. we'll put him we'll we'll lump him into the Tannehill uh Garoppolo category. Limited mm-hmm. ceiling, but like like he can make throws. He can win you games. Mm-hmm. Um but he's not he's not gonna win you games. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like he'll win you games, but he's not gonna win you games. Mm-hmm. Yeah, or the difference in the difference in my tone. Yeah, he's not going to carry. <laughs> he's not going to carry you. Um, yeah, he's not going to carry you to wins when you shouldn't win. Um, but if you have a good roster, solid pieces around him, you can win games with Mac Jones. Mm-hmm. Um, but get out of here with the comparisons of Mac Jones to Trevor Lawrence. It's like, yeah, okay, yeah. One guy went to Bill Belichick. The other guy went to Urban Meyer in his first year and complete turmoil so yeah get out of here with that yeah no one in their right mind would take mac jones over trevor lawrence that's ludicrous yeah well then it's just like what does it say about your quarterback when you literally play a game and don't have have him throw the football literally didn't he have one didn't he have didn't he have one pass attempt did he i think he did i think he had one pass attempt yeah okay sorry one that was like it was like a dump it's like a dump yeah. off too. So it's just like that's again. I know the conditions probably like the weather conditions probably dictated that, but like still, like yeah, you, I've like, seen Josh. I've seen Josh Allen throw into some pretty mighty wins. It doesn't <laughs> doesn't change the Bills' strategy. Mm-mm. Exactly. Uh, yeah, I guess that's kind of what I was trying to get at. It's just like you don't like if your quarterback can't at least somewhat throw the football in rough conditions like or you at least don't trust him to throw the football in rough conditions like that's i don't know i feel like that says something again he was a rookie so maybe that was just a a one-time thing but it'd be interesting it'll be interesting to see how he does this year yeah all i know is homie looked freezing on the sideline he looked Mm. completely and utterly miserable on the sideline of some of those cold games. <laughs> Can't blame him. I'd be miserable mm-hmm. too. But man, if I've ever seen a miserable quarterback on the sideline, it was Mac Jones. He looked like he was hating his life in some of those cold games. It was like, cold this, ain't, probably... this ain't Tuscaloosa anymore. Like this is New England. <laughs> I was just gonna say he was probably cold and it's probably just getting ripped a new one sometimes. It's like okay. Like <laughs> it sucks like freezing can't feel my my toes and i'm getting just chewed at yeah but i'm sure he's used he, to it with saban though yeah you know what J- J- uh 
Josh McDaniel leaving the Patriots might be a reason to pick the Patriots here. Um, apparently they have like Matt Patricia and Joe Judge calling plays, both defensive guys. I'm really confused. Um, I don't know if Bill Bill is just trying to like throw everybody off. But if Matt Patricia is calling offensive plays, you can count the Patriots out of the playoffs this year. <laughs> no, no way. for sure. Yeah. Especially just seeing his, his tenure and uh, both their tenures, right? Like neither of them did anything. No, yeah. They're, They're they both, both really bad. Yeah. They left their, they left both organizations in a worse spot than mm-hmm. what they got it. And that's which hard. is impressive, which is yeah. impressive <laughs> considering where they went. Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah. So now that's, that's a good point. And I guess that's a good point for the Raiders too, right? Like Josh McDaniels is like a proven offensive, like wizard, right? And he's going to the Raiders that have a lot of great weapons. Yeah. Yeah. So. I, I think I'm, I'm much higher on the Devonte Adams edition. Mm-hmm. Derek Carr is going to light the world on fire this year. Mm-hmm. I'm a big Derek Carr apologist. Mm-hmm. I think he's going to be really good, like a sneaky MVP candidate. Mm-hmm. I think we both had him listed as a dark horse last week, right? Did we? Yeah, we did. You're right. I think we did. I, I don't even. I don't even think it, he shouldn't even be a dark horse. He should be. Well, yeah, he's a dark horse. <laughs> <laughs> But I think after this year, people are going to have a lot more respect. It's like, oh, yeah, you like you give him the best receiver in the league and he puts up MVP-type stats. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's what happens when you have good people to throw to. And you're a good quarterback. Yeah, and a stable organization so. now. That's the other thing. What the Raiders went through last year and that the fact that they still won 10 football games is actually pretty impressive. I agree. All right, man. That's all I got. That's all I got. Sweet. Well, thanks to everyone who's listening. Um, If you haven't already, give us a like, five stars, whatever you got to do. Share with your friends, coworkers, family, Facebook, Instagram, whatever. Appreciate the the shares and the likes, um, the reviews especially. Uh, I think that's all we got for this week. Um, until next week when we do a most hated sports teams draft, that's going to be fun. Hopefully we're all healthy and ready to go. Cause yeah. I'm excited to do that one, but there you go. Yeah. Till next week. Legends are out. <laughs>